0: What's up, there, kids, and coaches, parents, everybody else, dogs, uh, other family members? Thanks for watching Snap Tackle Pod. I'm back. Schaefer, KSHB 41. Dion Closeau is back. Uh, Preps KC as we take a look at what the final regular season week in both Kansas and Missouri. Dion, here we are. We're here.
1: We are here, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things. It seems like it happens fast. It does happen fast, and um, we had a lot of great games last week, kind of leading into this week. And we've got some just fantastic, you know, games that really affect where teams are going to play next week, as well decide conferences. Uh, So it really the last couple weeks have really been pretty good, um, and this week's going to be another good week.
0: Uh, Yes going goodness last week and this week will be good because there will be stinker games for the most part. Uh, the week after <laughs> that, first round yes. of the playoffs, Let's talk about that, especially on the Kansas
1: side. There are, I, I was looking at the brackets and trying to look ahead to where I might find a big three game or a competitive game, and it's tough.
0: It's, it's tough. tough. You got to find even a, those eight, find nine, some eight nine, a lot nines. of times yeah. they don't pit kind of the middle of the pack against each other. A lot of times it's a really good team against a bad team because they played. You know different schedules, and they're yes. not weighted at all. It's all it's all schedule based, or at least yeah, so that,
1: You know, you know if you're, you know you're you're sitting there at eight or nine or ten, and you're thinking, well, we will get a seven, and then that seven ends up being like St. James, yeah. You know right. who's who's back on you know beating people two-time bad, state, yeah, two time defending state champion. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not anything that uh, the, the I'm not a fan of the one sixteen. Not that Missouri doesn't have their flaws, too, and they're showing them well this year um, in terms of their district seedings. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, the 116 thing is I I hope that maybe that changes somewhere along the line, but I don't know if it will.
0: Yeah, I I, I hear you loud and clear. All right, let's look back on last week. OLAF North and Mill Valley, that was the big game, and it turned into a classic game and a wild uh, fourth quarter uh, in this one, I'll, I'll I'll get your thoughts on. It. I was of course there and every <laughs> play of the game. Uh, but Lake North comes back with two pick sixes in the final seven minutes of the game uh, to turn a uh, two score deficit into a twenty to sixteen win. Yeah,
1: well, you know that was a little stunning. Um, you know, it's a, a situation where there's some tip balls that that found the hands of. Olathe North, but you know, hats off to them. They They're ran making it back a and, habit
0: of that, though. I think that's the third or fourth game where they've had – I think it's usually a Parrish brother involved in all of them. Yes. Uh, I think third or fourth game where they've had a pick six in the fourth quarter.
1: They did against Shawnee Mission Northwest early. I know that. I watched that game. Um, they And they that, did against Gardner as well. The, here's here's the thing. As unlucky as Mill Valley fans probably feeling like, oh, we had that game. At the same time, Olathe North's defense was in position to make plays happen. And that's you know, that's kind of one of those things that, that it takes two to tango on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're just chucking the ball into the chest of somebody on a flat route, you know, that kind of thing. It's uh it, it is a two to tango and a north's defense, which has been fantastic all season long. Uh the only team who's put up points on him has pretty much been John Mission Northwest. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that guy and, and that team here in a little bit. But uh no, it uh it was a great game. And uh, you know, Mill Valley has a loss now and and it seems like once they get that loss, they're usually pretty good after.
0: Yeah, they won eight straight last year after getting a loss in uh, in week five, uh, losing it uh, this week to uh, Olathe North. We'll talk about kind of maybe the ramifications in five A and six A as far as districts go and seeding for the playoffs here a little bit later on. The other big game pitting uh, undefeated teams was on the Missouri side last week. Center and Pleasant Hill and Center uh, Center stated their case right that they are the 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 best team in that league. The best team probably on that side uh in that uh, you know class. Uh I'd in say Missouri, it's them. maybe maybe overall here. Who knows?
1: Yeah, it's them and Carney and 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 Smithville in class four. And we've got no we've got nothing cross-comparative to, to say. So I'm gonna put those three together. Carney's also undefeated. They got a, a good win last week. Smithville went to Pittsburgh and got a win. And Smithville's only loss is a, a a like a one score game to Kearney. So center looked very impressive. Um and Pleasant Hill is a really good team. That's a good football team. That's a team that could go as deep as the semis, or maybe even deeper in Class Three. And of course, St. Pius and, and, and Maryville and Smithville or Savannah, those teams up north will have something to say about that. And the teams in their district, but they came out the first play of the game, they or the first series of the game, three and out at Pleasant Hill. They muffed the punt, so Pleasant Hill gets it deep in their own end. And they score, so centers down seven nothing, and then it was on first play from scrimmage. Uh, Joseph Vick hits a long one right out the box, and mm-hmm. they, they score there, and then. Uh, Ja'Cory Love was as impressive as anybody, you know, you, you talk about Maliko Ades and guys like that. Ja'Cory Love is as good as anybody in the Metro and get five touchdowns touchdowns in that year. 20-some. Uh, 20-some. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was fantastic. And, you know, hats off to Pleasant Hill. They scored 27 on him. Uh, you know, they hung around a little bit, but it was 53-27. I mean, the game starts at about 45 for center. Uh, Mm. you know, we all, we all know about Vic and, and Love and even Armand Russell, um, I uh, think is DeAndre Pru as a kid that, you know, kind of their skill guys. The thing that impressed me the most watching that game was their overall team speed in terms of defense and and, and flying to the ball. And uh, Coach Hamilton from Pleasant Hill, we were emailing back and forth. And I said, hey, I said, tough loss. I said, they're pretty good. He goes, yeah, they're a lot faster than they looked on film. He goes, we thought we mm-hmm. knew their speed until they got out there. He's like, they're really good. And and that's the kind of the funny thing about that is that those are two coaching staffs that really like each other. Um, like competing against each other, the, the coach, the head coaches are, are friends, and um, there's a great thing that Spectrum did. This they've been doing the last few weeks is if, if a coach will let them, uh, they're miking up a coach and then putting it's together a little so package. Good, right, last, uh, it's it's I'm it just sitting there. Ago,
0: and then they had uh, they had uh, Coach along this week.
1: They coached along this week, and what it is is I'm jealous, is that I don't have one time and two the skill to put together. Uh, you know, and the footage to put together those kind of things. I'd love to do that every week and have that on our site and hats off to Sean Belden and those guys over at Spectrum to do that. Uh, and, and, you know, Brian, the long coach long is, you know, he, he, uh, he likes to play the kind of country boy like that, but he's a, he's a pretty sharp dude. And, and you could see it when he's talking to his kids and how he motivates his kids and, yeah. and how he does things. And, and it was really fun to watch. It was, it was, it was, if, if you love football, that's a three-minute video. You need to go on Spectrum, go on their Twitter, yeah, and, and really watch good. that. It really gave you uh, an insight to them, and I think that uh, it, they're easy to root for in, in terms of what they do. and And that's a that's a good
0: football team. That's a really good football team. <laughs> well, he is country, right? Shout out Russell. His country. Oh because, yeah, uh, he and Joel Appleby at uh, Mill Valley played high school football together, and so both yeah. had success in the Kansas City area. Yeah. No. Uh, they. Uh, I think DeLong was
1: I think DeLong was in a town that played Eight Man, then he moved to where Joel Maybe. went to school. And I I can't remember where they they graduated from. They they told me both before. Um, it's down around Wichita, I think. And uh, Joel was the quarterback, homecoming king, all the whole deals. But DeLong told me he's like he
0: was he was the guy. Right, they, <laughs> were, they were Russell, but yeah, DeLong moved yeah. from uh, another town.
1: Yeah, DeLong moved from like Eight Man town, and then they 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 went to Russell, and um, and DeLong was on the offensive line. So yeah, no, it's. Uh, I don't know what they had in the water there at Russell, Kansas. Because uh, Did Martin go to Russell, Brandon Martin, or uh, the Derby coach? No, Bill's he cousin? was uh, Valley Center. Valley Center, okay. Yeah, Brandon so, Clark, they, yeah. Clark. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, so, no, there's
0: some good coaches coming out of that <laughs> that area of the state, no doubt. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. All right, uh, another big one last week, Midbuck and Eastbuck, I guess a big one amongst smaller teams. Rivalry game, Midbuck was undefeated, East Buck, the defending champs, Eastbuck looked like the defending champs.
1: Well, and, and, you know, Vic Buchanan hung with him for a half. And when we talked with Coach Fritz last week, kind of previewing that game when he came on the radio show, you know, he told us, he said, look, he goes, he goes, we're not the team we were a few years ago when they were just, you know, hanging 50 on everybody. he goes, he goes, we've got to have the 10, 12, 13 play drives. He goes, we're, we're a much more, you know, not, nothing against his team. He said, you know, they've won, you know, they would won seven games going to that. Uh, He says, we're just not as dynamic as they are. And he goes, we've got to, we've got to do things to keep them, them off the field. And then they did in the first half, they were, they were up. 12-7 12 7 at one point, and then it was 14 12 at the half. Second half, they did not keep Trevor Klein <laughs> that <Yeah>. offensive check. <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, East Buchanan really hit there. And that's what you see. What East Buchanan has is yes, they've got really good players that tailback Trevor Klein is as good as anybody. Quarterback does a really good job. They got good receivers. They have 60 kids plus in class one in Missouri. Yeah. I can go find you three or four class four teams that are good that don't have that many kids right. out for football. So it it's a, it's a, you know, you see that, you see the second half where they just kind of explode on a team. You know, a team will play them close for a half, and then they explode on the second half.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Uh, as we mentioned, it's going to be the last week of regular season football in Kansas and Missouri, which means district kind of positionings here, uh, yes. both in Kansas and Missouri. So on the Missouri side here, Is Lee Summit North going to be able to jump Nixa in Class 6, District 3? Because right now, uh, the Broncos are in second place. Same record as Nixa, right? They both have taken a loss, but there's like .10, I I don't know, whatever uh, uh, away is Lee Summit North. Okay, let's play this game.
1: Lee Summit North has one loss. Nixa has a loss. They got it last week in overtime. Nixa lost to a three and five class five Republic team. Yeah. Lee Summit North lost by 10 with a touchdown late by, or they scored a touchdown late. They lost by 10 to some team named Liberty
0: North. Let's let Liberty North play Republic and see what happens. Well, and then also, what what about the other side? About the wins, too. I can't imagine Nixa has the pelts of, you know, a Blue Valley Northwest, yeah. a Ray Peck, a Liberty, a Lee Summit West, and, and schools like that.
1: The issue that the point system in Missouri has in class six is you can fatten up on class five teams and there's nothing that the schedule, that the point system can ding you for. Really? So you you don't get dinged for playing down. So there's a lot of class five teams on that. And not that class five teams are, you know, look, Grand Valley beat Blue Spring South. And those are both two very good football teams. It just, in this situation, and maybe it's just because it's in our area, maybe it happens in districts all the time and I'm not paying attention this one just looks like, oh, my, you know, and Knicks is a good football team, but I'm just like, that's why I tell people, I'm like, okay, let's take the teams that beat them and let them play. If Liberty North wanted to play Republic, they would hang 70 points on them if they mm. if they just kept the pedal down the entire time, 70. I mean, I don't think Knicks comes within two touchdowns of Liberty North. I don't think they come in with two touchdowns of Lee Summit North, probably, mm-hmm. but, you know, if Lee Summit North has to get on a bus and drive to frickin' Nixa, maybe that slices that in half when they should be hosting all the way through their districts. Now on the flip side, let's look at something else. Currently in class two, I think district seven, uh, it's six, I think it's seven or eight. um, Richmond is the one seed by several points. Lafayette County is the two seed. Now, luckily Lafayette County beat Richmond. That's their only loss. So Lafayette County sitting at two is in effect sitting at one because they'll get the bump because they beat them. But Lafayette County didn't play anybody outside. Of, I think class, they played a Class 3 team in Summit Christian, so they get a little bit of a bump out of that. Richmond, like Van Horn, good football team, Class 4. Marshall, bad football team, Class 4. So they get all these bonus points. So if Lafayette County would not have beaten them or somehow fell behind, maybe if there was a Macon team or somebody else out there who played up and were sitting in third, even though Lafayette County had beaten Richmond they would and it were undefeated, would not be the number one seed. And I think Lafayette County is good enough to, to win a state championship possibly, mm-hmm. you know, so there are flaws. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do about class six, uh, you know, the play down thing. Um, you know, they get decided on the field, but home field means something sometimes and not always in high school football, good teams go on the road and win all the time. That's not a, that's not an issue, but you know, if you're, if you're at least summit North, the three hour bus ride to Nixa doesn't really sound like a, a good thing, but you know, if, if you have to do it, you have to do it. So it is what it is. But I, I just don't understand. I there's not the same competition. Nixon does not play the same competition, and it's not it's not even close.
0: Yeah. So Lisa North, are, am I hearing here that you don't think they'll be able to? I jump think they can. I the think they can. Here,
1: they're playing Park Park Hill, and, and yeah. this is my. They're playing Park Hill. They've got a plus thirteen. Uh, the Park Hill and Ozark have the same records. That's who Nixon's is playing. They're both class six. Not that that matters. Nick uh, Ozarks point number is 21, which means it leads me to believe their strength of schedule is a little lower than Park Hill who's sitting at 24. So there may be just enough of a kiss. If Lisa North gets a plus 13, cause I'm pretty sure Nick's a plus 13 Ozark.
0: Yeah, uh, point one, two points away. Yes. Yes.
1: So there might be enough of a kiss with mm-hmm. Park Hills straight of schedule. Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I'd love to sit here and tell you, I have have time to sit there and do the points you know, for every school in the Metro, all 80 of them on the Missouri side that I cover, but I don't. So I just have to rely on why that is. I mean, I'm not like the, say, Carney fan who emailed me after week one that the points were wrong, that I'd gotten off of Misha and, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I don't figure points at home guys. I don't do it. You know, I didn't, I don't have time to do that. Uh, So yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those things that like both sides have flawed systems unfortunately i don't really see either side working to fix those flaws right, right. i think they're just kind of like this is what we got right now and they're just going they're more fixing where teams slide in in terms of class they're more worried about that than they are postseason seating I'd, I'd love to see seating you know I, i'd almost i'd almost i'm a, i'm kind of getting done with the every team makes the playoffs thing um because we're seeing games that shouldn't be played yeah uh you know over and over not as much in class six and in and even class five in Missouri, but uh I think I think in some of those situations you could take the bottom two teams out of some of the you know, if you have eighteen districts, you could sure. take those bottom two teams, let them play each other the last week of the season and let the rest go on with yeah. their business.
0: Yeah. I right, moving on here. Oak Park and Fort Osage battle in class five, district eight. They're playing each other, but they're one two. How's that uh, how's how's that district gonna shake out?
1: Uh, winner gets winner gets the top seed. That's a, those are easy. That's when they're great when they're sitting one, two, and they're playing each other. So oh, They are playing uh, each other. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oak, Oak Park, Fort Osage are playing each other. It's one of our Remax Big Three games. Nice. Uh, Green Valley, Raytown playing each other. Remax Big Three game. Very easy. Uh, it's the other
0: class five there. Okay, good.
1: Yes, it's easy in class five. Class six, the other Remax Big Three game, we could hit them all at the same time, uh, <laughs> is Blue Spring South and Liberty. Uh, decent possibility, depends on who wins that game, that they will. Just play each other again next week. I think if Liberty wins, is a good possibility that's Blue Spring South at Liberty next week again. If Blue Spring South wins, it's probably Blue Spring South hosting Liberty. Now, if Staley were to lose to North Kansas City, that could, you know, scramble things up a little. But we'll see. Um, if St- that Blue Spring South would need to, you know, jump them or Liberty would need to jump them. Liberty can't jump because Staley beat them. So mm-hmm. it, it's a that that's a little more entangled. But the you will start with Fortisage Park where we started before. Great game. Two teams playing really good football. Oak Park has bounced back from that loss at least some of They beat North Kansas City. Uh, a Ford O'Sage team that did not look good early. They were two and two. Uh, really like to put the ball on the ground and throw the ball away and make mistakes. They're getting better. Uh, their defense is really good. They really established a run game, um, and, and they, they played really good football the last four weeks. Uh, that's, that's just going to be a, a knockdown-dragout fight because both those teams want to play defense and, and, and run the ball and, and are, are two pretty talented teams.
0: Yep. Over on the Kansas side, Kansas Class 6A East District. Olathe North is going to be the one seed, but three teams vying for that second seed: yeah. gardner Edgerton, Olathe South, Olathe West. All of the sunflower. Who's the best team? Who's going to who's going to win it? Uh, win that number two seed out of uh, out of that district?
1: I'll tell you, Gardner and Olathe South are playing really well, but quietly, Olathe West has put together a
0: good run they 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 they'll, they'll get down they'll come back and they will win games yes. right. I think there are two and two at one point maybe even yeah you know two and three uh, yeah where they one, one and two, and two at one point yeah and then they yeah, come I, back to have a 5 and 2 record here
1: yes yeah, so they've they they played really well uh all three of those teams are good i think i don't think that there's any any spot where you go there's no i mean the Lakers is really good but they're not so good that you're like oh i want to be on the other side of the bracket of them you know so that that whole 6a thing is going to be Who's playing who? Who's playing? You know, st- matchup of Styles. Who's playing well at the right time? You still got Blue mm-hmm. Valley Northwest out there. Blue Valley West. Uh, you know, those. I mean, those teams are all in a in a mix there. There's a Shawnee Mission North team that got off to a hot start. Uh, that, but then as their as their schedule got tougher, uh, they've been yeah, you know, they're a team you don't want to play because they play they run flexbone like like Gardner mm-hmm. and they're you know they're tough to deal with. So that whole six A bracket looks great.
0: I mean, well, and look, to- uh, Olay the South plays Gardner Edgerton. So, yes. so that game will decide itself. And then you have Olathe the West taking on Shawnee Mission South. Uh, so Olathe the West, you would think would win that yeah. game. And so it's probably going to come down to points between the uh, winner of Gardner and Olay the South and Olathe the West to see who is that two or that three seed. And it really maybe won't matter um, in, in the end. But, uh, but, uh, a lot of, of parity, it seems like, on the 6A side.
1: Yeah, no, and it's
0: fun. It's got, and we even it's mentioned really, like, Blue Valley Northwest and Blue Valley yeah. West, who are definitely probably going to be in the mix there, too.
1: Yeah, and that's our, our talk, Remax Big 3 game on the Kansas side. you got Bishop Meage and Blue Valley Northwest. To, you know, the Kansas side, while well, everybody's playing, you know, for district shootings, head-to-head on the Missouri side, Kansas side, we've got a lot of, you know, five versus four and, five, you know, four versus six. Games where it doesn't hurt, you know, it doesn't hurt you head-to-head, but you want to get those wins in the and Blue Valley Northwest. You know, a team that won a title last year and a team that probably could win a title this year in Bishop Miege. And who knows? Blue Valley Northwest, when they get, I mean, they're as good as anybody. I mean, it's wide open. There's nobody on the, you know, Derby, Manhattan looks good. Um, but, you know, Derby's over there, but Derby's not an infallible. Um,
0: how Derby, about a Lawrence Derby's Free State be better team? If they play Manhattan, they'll be better than the first time. How about a Lawrence Free State team that's quietly? Yep. Jumped up, and they you know they got a win over Lawrence last week, so they, they did. Uh, and and Lawrence is capable, uh, as well. They'll be on yes. the west side. Gardner is now on the east, back on the yes, east side. Yes, they came so back when good, when where with, they should be. I think when,
1: when I think the team that nobody really talks about over the, on the west side is probably Wichita Northwest. I think
0: that's a team that, yes, absolutely. you got to keep an eye on too. Yep. So they've been a 5A yeah. power for years now. They're up there in 6A and still winning yes. games. Um, yeah. and quickly here in 4A, we, we talked about it. Uh, uh, St. James, St. Thomas Aquinas, and Bishop Miege. Are all just scattered throughout that bracket? Yes. Right now, they're at four, seven, and nine. I think would be would be their seeds. Just 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 scattered there, and maybe yes. they catch each other early in rounds. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're all quarterfinal teams or whatever. But uh, that's going to be that's a that's a minefield if you're another uh, uh, another good four a team.
1: Well, let's stick in four a and talk about our next Remix Big Three game. Spring Hill, who's in five a, um, playing Baser Linwood. No, playing Lewisburg, who's in four. Lewisburg. Lewisburg's got the one loss. Lewisburg's uh, had a great season. Had a great season. Uh, I think they're sitting.
0: Are they sitting the two seed right now? Or they are? Uh, but, 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 uh, I think three. Four or five. Sorry, they were the fifth. Because there fifth are seed. two seven and and0 teams: Atchison and Chanute. Chanute's on the east side. You got to remember about the uh, Chanute kids, and they've won every game by uh, thirteen or more. So they've well, got
1: perfect. Yeah, yeah Atchison's played real well, um, and so. Uh, Lewisburg's a really good team, but Spring Hill can compete with anybody, um, and they're and they could they could rise up as high as five <laughs> in five A with a game, yeah. and Orb falls lows like nine or ten. So that's those two teams are very motivated for Lewisburg. One hold their spot and maybe move up depending on what things happen. Then our other Remax Big Three game you got Desoto and Baser Linwood. Desoto hanging on to that two, breathing down the neck of Mill Valley for the one, and Baser is sitting there probably at six, I think, uh, mm-hmm. with the one loss. They're looking like they could move up and and you know try and get some plus. They don't have as many plus points. They played a few more closer games, and it's for the United Kansas Conference style. So that's definitely one that both those teams want, and everybody's going to keep an eye on. That's we we've, we've got some really good games on both sides of state lines. Week,
0: yeah, and, and yeah, and over over in five A, like we talked about, it's going to be a battle of of Desoto there, and uh, as Mill Valley plays Shining Mission East, and then uh, you mentioned it, Desoto takes on Baser Linwood right now, that- like one point separates uh de Soto and uh and mill valley who have had just some battles if you, if you think about the last three years mill valley's won state all three times but two of those games they're probably their two most, compa- two of their toughest games, most yeah. competitive games have been at Desoto in one score games that have gone down to the final play
1: well at least uh, it looks like this year if the things you know go the way they i think they will they'll probably be at mill valley for <laughs> so, if yeah mill and, and it might be semifinals there's, this time there's now that the you know yeah. Aquinas has been your semifinal opponent, but uh, it looks like maybe DeSoto. But there's some of the teams out there that are going to have a say about that in five. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did we get all the
0: Remax Big Three games here? We did get all the Remax Big Three games. Uh, you want to talk a little Simone before we, before we yeah, get out of here? Yeah, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's chat Simone. Who's who's your leader in the clubhouse? Uh, Malik Oatis. Really? When you put up 400 a week,
1: it, uh, it'll move you up the charts pretty what quick. What about the win-loss, though? Well, let's put it this way. The game they won last week against Shawnee Mission East, he had to play Wildcat quarterback because their quarterback was hurting at 39 carries for 406 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> so they put the ball in the hands of their best player and he, you know, led them to a victory. I, I
0: think that says a lot about well, a three and four, or three and yeah. four. to play all eight to East, you'd probably favor them in that game. If they get four yes. and four and then get in the six eight playoffs, I think they're one of those teams that's part of that parity. And could just you know when a well games, make a run in the six A playoffs? You talk about the Latham
1: North defense. We want to talk about how good it is. They gave up thirty something. shiny Mission
0: Northwest. Yeah, he and had he, had 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 big big, he had a big Only game. He had a big game against them. Has been Mill Valley at twenty five yards rushing against Mill Valley. Yes.
1: So he's had one down game, but other than that, he's been fine. You know, Sam
0: Van Dyne made and, up and, for it though with a couple four hundred yard performances. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I mean he he goes out four hundred plus. 25 is still is still over 200 yeah. yards in those two games yeah
1: he's averaging 200 yards a game and and you know he could have a good a big game this week as well especially if they're running wildcat um you know they basically ran three plays and and china East couldn't stop him uh you look at uh sam van Dyne, you look at uh grant stubblefield those are guys to talk about uh you know stubblefield's
0: been hurt by maybe not having as many wins as we thought blue valley yeah West would have at this point
1: yeah that's kind of and 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 plus uh, you know teams are really keen on him too and he plays in a pretty tough league. So those are, those are the guys to keep an eye on there. Um, you know, at least North they're, they're kind of offensively, they play two quarterbacks. They have three running backs. So not, they don't necessarily have that one guy that would do it unless you want to look at like a Caden green. If you want to talk about an offensive lineman winning, yeah. uh, Caden green is a guy to look at. Um, you know, Ray Peck's got a couple of receivers, uh, who, who've done really well. So those are, those are kind of your, your, your leaders in the clubhouse. Um, fontana you know. is
0: it is it uh what mac Arnes well you got wants to lose well uh
1: i think jacori love and and some people like that or even joseph vick from center Mexico, are gonna have something yeah. to say about that um easton rose the quarterback of pleasant hills really good uh so yeah there's a, there's a lot of really good players out there uh you know that that are going to be uh put sean carroll at uh at things almost be up
0: for oh no sorry that would be yeah,
1: fontana. Yep. F- fontana um so, yeah, there's a the tailback at Odessa, I think, is is uh, going into last week had more yards than Malik Oadis. I think he was sitting at about 1,600. Wow. Malik might have caught him. <laughs> I have to check and see. I'll be doing – I'm working on that right I, now. I, as
0: I, we, you're talking about total yards. Malik catches, you know, a lot of passes too. He he hasn't as much this year. They're,
1: they've been getting the ball to him. They're just straight-handed off to him. They've had a younger quarterback, so it hasn't been quite as easy to get him the ball. Um, that, a good young quarterback, that sophomore, I think he's going to be a really good player. Yep. Uh, but, but, you know, he's hurt right now, and I'm not sure if he's playing this week. But, you know – Malik's, you know, if he gets a 10th and 11th game, he could be sitting 23, 24, 2500 yards, <laughs> depending yeah. on where he's yeah. at. So, no, it's, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting there. The the Buchanan is, I can give you 15 guys who are all worthy of, mm-hmm. that no you
0: can't. Edric Hill, P.J. PJ out
1: of Bottle way from North Kansas City, Caden Green from Lee Summit North, um,
0: Liberty North, <laughs> Liberty
1: North, Melvin Laster, who won it last year. Yeah, I mean, as you sophomore. know, I, as a sophomore. Uh, Zach Darsh, the linebacker from linebacker slash quarterback from Blue Valley West. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there who can who can win that award. Um, You know, I think you know you look at the Bell, uh, the BB kid from Piper is one to to keep an eye on. Um, I think uh, I know the BB family. I believe it's the final BB. (laughs) It is the final BB. It's the fourth fourth and last one. So yeah, those are the guys there. And then receiver, I don't know, take your pick. Yeah, I, I remember it's been six seven years ago where it was like. We had one guy with like nine hundred yards, and we're like, oh, okay, I guess he's going to win the receiver. And this year, it's like, which Power Five, yeah, recruit do you want to you want to look at? Yeah, you know, or just a guy, or you know, or, or you know, the leading receiver for me age. Um, his name's escaping me. He's had a really Cobbage. is really yeah Cobbage. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's had a really good year. That's you know, it. Liberty North got a couple kids who are having good years. Uh, you know, the, the two Ray Peck kids, Manning from Lee Summit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> pick who you want. Mm-hmm. um for that award so all those awards and we're gonna really start heating that up here uh starting this week with some more stuff on the Smoney side and of course our side as well but uh, no it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun
0: run down the stretch here can't wait all right final week of the regular season coming up in kansas and missouri then we start playoffs next week and start chopping yes. those fields in half and win or go home time well and i get to get out of the office a little more and go to games oh, cooler weather although friday it's gonna be back to 80 <laughs> uh, think about things here
1: yeah, so, yeah, they, they had practice on Monday and Tuesday. It was chilly, but uh, yeah. by, the, by the weekend it's going to be nice and warm. Yeah. So,
0: no, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week. All right, down appreciate the time. Thanks to you for watching as well. We'll see you next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod.